Hey everyone, welcome to Past Lives and the Divine. I'm Gina, the host of this podcast, where we swim around in the ideas and knowings of our past lives and our connection to the divine out there and inside each and every one of us for healing, reaching our full potential, maybe releasing some blocks, feeling a little bit better, and for a little entertainment, of course. So in today's episode, I'm doing another client interview, and this time it's Kelly Smith. Who I'm interviewing. So she um, came to me for a past life regression in December of 2019. She's had three of them with me and we are going to talk about just kind of like uh, the benefits of maybe the different past life regression sessions that she's had, but we'll mostly focus on the first session because it's pretty sensational and interesting and it's for good conversation. So Kelly is the founder of Yoga For You. She teaches meditation, yoga, and she trains other people to do these things, which I just think is so cool. And she also has a podcast. It's called Mindful in Minutes, which she releases every single week. She releases a meditation. So her podcast is Guided Meditations in 20 Minutes or Less. And it's such a great resource. And I've actually referred a number of people to it who used to always say, people have always been like, I want to start meditating, but how do I do that? And I've always been like, well, I've heard certain things are okay, but now I'm like, right here, (laughs) go to Kelly's podcast. Um, And I'm actually going to be leading a guided meditation on her podcast. And that comes out on March 8th. So I'm super excited for that. So... Um, very soon after the release of this podcast. And you can head over there, subscribe so you don't miss my episode. And in that episode, I'm talking about, or I'm leading a meditation on spirit guides, connecting to your spirit guides. So you can do that for um, insights, information, knowledge, feel a little love. I can't wait for you to listen to that one. And I can't wait for you to hear this interview. So you'll really enjoy this episode if you're maybe someone who has had a knowing, like you traveled somewhere and while you were there, you just felt like you were at home or you just felt like I've been here before, but I know it wasn't in this life. And you feel like you just know it, you can feel it in your soul. Um, Maybe it's a lifelong interest or passion about something that you can't explain. If you have something like that, then you're probably gonna really like this story. Even if you don't have something like that, you're probably really going to like this story because that is what it's about as well. Um, And you can let both Kelly and I know what you think of this conversation. Um, Or if you have any questions or anything like that, just go to Instagram and you can find me, pastlives.tourguide, and you can find Kelly at yoga for you online and let us know what you thought about this episode. Okay, enough of the intro. I am so excited for you to hear this interview. And make sure you don't miss the spontaneous bonus healing that comes at the end of her session and toward the end of this podcast. Okay, everybody, gather around the fire. Let's get started. Hey, Kelly, welcome to the show. Hi, Gina. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm really excited to be sitting in your living room with one of your awesome dogs hanging out with you. Yeah, we have Milton here with us. Milton. Two guests today. (laughs) Two guests. (laughs) Okay, so Kelly first came to a session in December of 2019, so that was three months ago-ish, and you've had three sessions since. Yes, I have decided that you are my special monthly treat. Yay! And I'm so (laughs) thankful to be your monthly treat. So we're going to talk about your first past life regression, but before we do that, let's kind of get, like, lay the groundwork. Like, 
your spiritual beliefs, like whether you had an evolution with that, whether you've kind of always been one way, but through the lens of like, and then how did you end up being like, and I booked a past life regression. <laughs> how do I even answer that? <laughs> That's okay. however you want. How are That's you being called? Question. Um, okay, so I like to keep an open mind to pretty much anything. So when it comes to like spiritual beliefs, when it comes to um, whatever it is, I think that everyone has a right to believe what feels good and right to them. And I like to kind of just believe in sort of like a general moral compass and like that all religions and faiths have very, very similar um, core values Mm -hmm. and that those are the ones that to me um, have a lot of weight because I really believe if different people at completely different times on completely different parts of this earth are coming up with the same ideas that that has more weight to me that that might be something that's just kind of like ingrained whether it's in our souls or in humanity or whatever it is yeah yeah so I like to keep an open mind to the details in general so I think that um you should be able to believe whatever you want to believe. And I think that there's so many interesting people doing so many interesting things. And I kind of just like to experience it and have an open mind and to learn from people. And I don't really have any labels or any specific things that I would put like on my beliefs other than like I want to be I like to call it a forklift. It's from a book that I really enjoy. And this woman said that you should be a forklift, always lifting people up. Yeah. And I feel like as long as I am being a forklift in other people's lives, that I'm doing a good job. I love that. Yes. It's The Yamas and Niyamas. Have you read it? No, I don't think you so. You like it by Deborah Dahl. She lives in Duluth. No kidding. Fact. Yes. She and I are best friends. She doesn't know it, but she and I are best friends. <laughs> And she is. Are one those of the my, best kind of best friends? The ones I don't know. <laughs> yeah, those are the best because like they never let you down. <laughs> and sometimes I go and I see her speak, and I want to be like, "Did you know you're one of my best friends? You just don't know it." But I don't tell her that because be a little creepy. Come on, a little strong. But maybe a little bit. Um, but yeah, so those are the kind of things that like I try to do in my life. But how I do it or how I come to those conclusions, I'm completely open to. So I just am a very inquisitive person. And full disclosure, Gina, I came across you because I was listening to a different podcast that was talking about children that had recalled their past lives. Okay. Like just different stories and things like that. And and that's something that's always kind of been in the back of my mind. Like I'd heard about it before. Yeah. I had, you know... Sometimes, you know, when you're, like, late at night, you can't sleep, and then you just kind of go down, like, a Google, like, deep dive. Does that ever happen to you? I don't do that, but, yeah. I sleep so well. You know, well, great for you, Not to brag. (laughs) You know, that was, like, a humble brag. You're like, no, I don't. I don't. What is insomnia? Um, So, great for you. I'm really happy for you and your wonderful living room and your amazing dog and your great sleep. (laughs) So... Yahoo for you, Gina. I sometimes can't sleep, and so I will take that opportunity to Google weird stuff on the internet. And sometimes I'll just Google, like, people that have recalled past lives. No kidding. Yeah, it's really interesting. Remember, I always tell you to Google things, Gina, and you're like, I'm not really a Googler. Well, I I understand the practice. I shouldn't say you're not a Googler. It's so much information. It's just like I can't. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it, how after every session that I'm like, 
I'm gonna go Google that so hard. <laughs> but I like do it that you do. And then I tell you all the secret <laughs> thing, all the things that I found. But I was going through a deep dive or whatever, and then part of that I was like, oh. I was working on something where it was just like a whole lot of busy work. And when I do busy work, I like to have like podcasts or an audio book oh, or something okay. to listen yeah. to, right? You know, like whatever, dishes, like your standard, mm-hmm. folding laundry, whatever it is. So I just happened to put past lives into the search of podcasts. And the first thing that popped up was like the anatomy of a past life regression. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. And I was like, and cool. I just went click and I clicked it and I started listening to it. And I was like, that's fascinating. And then I sent you an email and it turns out we are practically neighbors. Yeah, it's so I thought crazy. I had no idea where you lived. I knew you sounded American, and that was it. Yeah, and I, then you were like, "Kelly, I know your area code. We live in the same place." <laughs> and I was like, "My mind was blown." Well, you had said something like, <laughs> "I want to do a virtual session." Well, you were like, "I want to do a session, but I live in Minneapolis." Yeah. And I was like, "Is that a typo?" Like, <laughs> so do <laughs> I. Or you were like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> yeah, and then you were like, "I live in Minneapolis," and that blew my mind because I just don't know a lot of people in this area that are doing these types of things yeah so I had made it and people do that to me all the time too where they assume that I live somewhere else because when you podcast like we do yeah. it's like you don't people don't need no to one, know where you yeah. live I and mean, there's no reason for you to be like hi it's another great day and coming to you live yeah coming to you live from Minneapolis <laughs> and it's like you, you don't think about it yeah Okay, so then what made you, and so it was just like out of pure curiosity where you were like. Something I've been trying to do recently is I've been trying to do more things just for fun, like just for the enjoyment of them. Yes. Same. I'm in the same. Yes. And I think that there's, I just started to get this feeling that like I was missing just like that fun. Mm -hmm. Or I just felt like, when was the last time I really just like had some fun? And just, like, the last few years, not that they've been, like, bad years, but they've just been so – they've just been, like, really busy and, like, hard but also great at the same time. Like, they've yeah. just been so filled with so much stuff other than, you know, I have finally room to breathe and to just do something just for fun. Yeah. So I've kind of had this, like, well, what the heck attitude of just, like, oh, done. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like, just for fun. And why – like, that's what just – Fun makes your soul feel good and light. Yes. And then actually, when I start to yeah. feel like kind of heavy, I'm like, I need to just do more things for fun. Yeah. And I think that that fun is not productive. And we're told like, do something productive and then yeah. you'll feel good. Yeah. But like my guides have been telling me that, like I've been on a journey, like solid for a year and a half of yeah. like lighter, more fun, which is also probably why you were like attracted probably. to me on an energetic level. Well, and I get I a lot of people even... who are like doing the same stuff I am and it's like, when they get spirit guidance, I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, yeah. yep, I need that too. <laughs> very beneficial. Um, well, maybe we'll talk about this, but then sometimes you get people's spirit guides like mine that um, oh, yeah. are bossy to you. <laughs> yes, I do want to talk about that. Okay, when they're bossy to you, and but also really, but, I like, like but it. they're also forklifts because remember they thought you were doing a great job. Yeah, they were very complimentary. <laughs> also bossy, yeah. kind of like me. But that's like, so we'll get to it in this yeah. session, but like. It happened at the end. Yeah. And it, but I view myself as like, I'm literally just like the tool that's yeah. like the mouthpiece yeah. for like the, like the our guides that are yeah. like trying to orchestrate the session. Like you're doing most of the work. My work is like super well, easy. I don't know. I think you're doing something. Well, I'm doing something. <laughs> okay. So before we get into yeah. that session. Yes. Do you believe in past lives? Like, what was this? What did you see? Yes, I do. Well, hmm. 
So I kind of, I can't remember if we've ever talked about this, Gina, because full disclosure for the listeners, Gina and I like to chat because <laughs> Gina is awesome if they oh. haven't figured that out. But Gina and I like to chat, so I can't remember if you and I have talked about this, but like I like to consider myself like on the spectrum between like a complete like show me the data person, right? Like my husband. Right? Yep. He's been known to say things like chakras, pfft. Can you x-ray them? No, they don't exist. You know what I mean? Like, to be fair, he works, like, in the medical field, yeah. and he's like, if you can't x-ray it, it must not be there kind of a thing. He's like, can't MRI your chakras, you know, whatever it is. Um, so, so I like to think that I kind of fall in the middle between, like, that, but then also, like, there's so many people doing work like we do that is that just are a little more on, like, what my grandpa says, the woo-woo side, you know? Yeah. Just that, that woo. That's where I am. I like to think that I kind of fall in the middle. Like, I think it's so important that with a lot of the work we're doing or, like, the trainings that I do that there is, like, evidence to back things up, that you mm-hmm. don't just kind of make unfounded claims. But I am also keep an open mind that there's probably so much going on that we just don't <clears throat> know. It's like you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So I kind of like to think I fall just sort of in the middle of, like, I appreciate both. I always push the data people because I'm not against yeah. it. And I also don't make big claims. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, is the same words. Like, everyone thought there was nothing that you couldn't see with the human eye. And yeah. then the microscope was invented. Right. And so it's like, we just don't always have the tools. Right. And I think that there's so many things that um, people that are a little bit more intuitive, like, we intuitively just know to be true. Or, like, yeah. we, we have a sense that that might be true, but we don't have anything to back it up with. Yeah. And where some may second guess that, like I just through my own journey have kind of learned to like maybe just, you know, trust it. I don't have to go singing it from the mountaintops. And again, this goes to like my own mm-hmm. thing of like, I think everyone should be able to believe what they want to believe. Oh, I agree. So like if it rings true to me, that's all that matters like for my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, I respect that like my truth may not be like the capital T, the truth, or like your truth is your truth. Mm-hmm. And that's 100% valid too. And, um, so I like to think that I fall in the middle. So I always, like, in my heart have kind of at least been open and considered yeah. past lives. And there's been um, just different times where I have felt like like I've known people. Um, I certainly sometimes can, like, feel or even sometimes see people that have, like, passed on or, like, hear them or whatever it is. So I know... Like, you, you are like, really gifted in that. Like, I... Well, I appreciate that. I don't know if I'd say really gifted. But you don't feel like when it's a gift, it's, it's like, like it's easy, it's nothing. Well, and it's just like, <laughs> and it then was everyone something. else is like, how in the fuck did you do that? And you're like, ugh, it's nothing. Anyone well, and it was it. just like, that's a gift. Well, and it took for so long for me to realize that, like, one, not everyone felt that way. And two, that it wasn't like a bad, weird thing. That it was like just like you oh. have blonde hair and I have brown hair, yeah. right? Like that it wasn't. And for the longest time, I felt like, oh, there must be something wrong with me. Like it's so like weird. Yeah. Like as a kid, you're like, oh no, it's so weird. Like mm-hmm. and we're taught like weird is bad. Like different is bad. Like shut it down. Don't pay attention. Yeah. To it. Don't talk yeah. about it. Yeah. But I had a mom that was very like loving and nurturing with it, and I feel really fortunate for that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I just like so I I know in my heart that there is something beyond life. Yeah. Which then, and I also know from the science side of me that energy cannot be destroyed. We know that it cannot be destroyed. And so I always think about, like, you can put someone on life support and sustain their life almost indefinitely. But once someone has passed, like, we couldn't go just, you know, get any, you know, cadaver, hook it up to life support, and they'd come back to life. Yeah. So that tells me that 
something has left mm-hmm. that cannot then be recalled through like the actual like mechanical actions of the body yeah so and since i know that energy cannot be destroyed um just because that's what good old science tells us something is going somewhere yeah so you're so where is it yeah i I don't know if i know all of those answers but just from the experience that i've had up until this point and then also with you know my love for googling things late at night and figuring (laughs) out you know energy can't be destroyed or stories about kids are calling their past lives that it's just like there has to be something yeah yeah but i don't know if i'd just be like i don't know i don't know how i found that yeah like i've said i like to contemplate it Oh, I love contemplating it. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> love so contemplating good. death, period. Just any... I Weirds love, a lot of people. I love <laughs> contemplating just period. Yeah, so do like, I. Like, I'm a very, like, inquisitive, curious... Maybe that'd be irritating for some people, but, like, I just... Like, I just love, like, a good, like, chat. Yeah. Have you done the Enneagram? Enneagram? Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah. I'm number the one... I can't remember the exact number, but I'm the one that, like, is super kind of aggressive... No, oh, I'm, the, I'm the really intense one that's, like, it said, like, when in balance, you are like Gandhi. <laughs> when out of balance, you are like Stalin. And I was just, like, yeah, that I sounds think, right. I was, like, okay, I think I'm just going to shoot for, like, the middle. I'm, like, I don't need to be a molar. <laughs> like, some kind of, like, a, you know, yeah. amazing person or some guy. I was going to ask because they, I don't know a lot about it, but they say, like, the five, I think, mm-hmm. is kind of, like, if they... It was like, if you're, we don't want to say you're a social outcast and you're the weird one, but like, yeah. if we were to use those words, that's mm-hmm. you. No, I've And so it's like a lot like... of internal landscape and that's me. Yes. And so I was like, are you a five No, too? I'm not a five. I'm the one that is like, <laughs> I think that's eight. the natural born leader yeah, like and the one eight. that is like an idea generator and like yeah. the, the take action person. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, and, and can be very direct at times, okay. which can be really wonderful but also can be incredibly off-putting if like your thoughts are not yes because I think that was my second one one, yeah Yeah. little tangent I know you all like tangents tangents (laughs) I'm sure I know that's why you're here I'm here for the tangents (laughs) to hear about my my numbers and such okay we're choosing your first past life regression because it was I wanted to talk about it because it was action-packed it was super sensational I'm the fucking boss. You here. are the boss here, Gina Sorrentine, <laughs> whatever you want to talk about. And I really liked how it weaved in your interests and yeah. passions in this life. Yeah. And what I want to ask you too, well, I'll ask you that later, but okay. if I don't bring it up, here's what I'm going to ask you is like <laughs> after we go through like the location and the types of animals, mm-hmm. I want to know if you believe. You saw that because you like those things or you mm. like those things because that was yeah. past life. Got it. So you don't have to answer it now. I'm not going to answer it now. But I'm just like... Cliffhanger. So they can't turn off <laughs> the episode early. And I am just like <laughs> praying to my guides, like remind me to ask her. I know. Okay. Okay. We got that. Between you, me, and the guides... We're going to... We're, we're doing gonna, it. We got it. Okay. So the intention for the session when you came was like... Essentially, like you were just open to having an experience, yeah. and then sure I think I, I kind of fun. pushed you to be like, oh, "Yes," and do you want anything else? Like, well, there's plenty of room here. And then it was something about like just continued growth, continued like moving more towards like that lightness, that happiness. Yeah, that I yeah, and fun I was completely piece. open, like 100 yeah. percent open. There wasn't like one specific thing that I was like, "This is 
what I want to work on. I just wanted to see what this was all about. Yeah, yeah. And just experience it. And, and you know, bonus, if I crack open the meaning of the universe, we'll just call that a bonus. <laughs> I, I didn't quite get there, but... Not yet. Not yet, but... but. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Part two, when Part I finally two. crack open the meaning of the universe. <laughs> we'll be back. Might be waiting for a while. <laughs> okay, and then we had some specific questions, too, like we always do mm-hmm. in the spiritual guidance space. And it was like, who talks to me? Like, because you get messages from yeah. beyond. Um, and then it was um, just more questions around, like, the missing puzzle piece of, like, really getting more happiness, more connection mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And then you got even more in that space and a little bit more healing. So we'll get to that. Okay. So the first scene, you were on a boat uh-huh. in Iceland. Yes. What do you see? Um, so it's a long time ago. I'm a Viking. Mm. But I'm a woman. But I'm in, I'm in power. What kind of power? What do you do? Like, um... I'm like high up in the ranks. Mm. So I'm well respected and I give direction. I'm not the highest. Um, so I just saw myself, like, honestly, it almost felt like the beginning of like a Disney movie, I swear, where it was just kind of like, this big, like, grand, I was on, like, this giant boat and, like, my warm clothes, and I was just kind of, like, standing on, I don't even know what it's called, like, the, like, the side of my boat, just, like, looking at the water, and I very specifically um, remember, like, looking at the water and then seeing, like, I knew kind of, like, which harbor I was in, like, which bay I was in, because um, I have been fortunate enough to, to go to Iceland a few times, because it's okay. a place that I just love, and it's always, like, it speaks to me, so I, I go there a lot, and I take any opportunity I can to go there so I was and going. so you recognized the bay in Iceland I knew that it was the bay that was like um like if you're in Reykjavik and you kind of like look across the water there's like some mountains and then there's kind of this like oh bay okay thing and so I I was like that's how I knew I was like bingo we're in Iceland oh okay okay I never asked you that. Well, I probably just didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the the person in the chair who's talking is like really sharing what they say. It's like 10%. How do they measure that? I don't know. But 10% of what they're actually experiencing. So is yeah. it really 10%? Who knows? But the truth, it's like you're experiencing way more than you're actually mm-hmm. like verbalizing. Well, and I also think it's like with anything, if you see some kind of an image or like if you watch a movie and then you have to like recall someone's like, oh, what is that movie about? Like... You're not yeah. going to go through, like, every single little and then this and then this. And mm-hmm. then there was, you know, the rocks were this color and this and that. Mm-hmm. You're you're kind of just, like, giving the highlights. And I don't know if everyone does this or if it's just me. Like, when I speak in general, um, I tend to be, like, pretty, like, to the point. Like, if you're going to ask – if you ask me a question unless we're, like, chatting like this. Um, but often sometimes, you know, people will ask me a question and it can be answered with yes or no. So I'll just say yes or no. But then people will be like, are you mad at me? Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not used to, like, just, like, I, I try to only speak with intention. Yeah. And um, so I imagine maybe it's everyone, but if it's not everyone, I imagine just because that's, like, if you ask me a question, I'm going to give you, like, the pertinent information. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say in a session like this, some people just talk, 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 and yeah. I barely have to ask questions. And some people, it's mm. like, I'm like, 
an investigator yeah. detective where Do I'm like, and then what? Me? And then what? No, I would say you're, you lean more toward the end of like free speaking. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to just be like a fly on the wall for like what, because I only know my experience. Yeah. And I think something that must be so fascinating about what you do is like just witnessing everyone else's experience and how different they must be. Yeah. I would say there, there are parts of them that are really different, but they're all kind of the same. Hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Probably doesn't help at all. Well, it (laughs) intrigues me. But yeah, I would say that's like the biggest difference between it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the stories yeah. are different and like everyone's history or like what they see and how they see it. Yes. Is like really based on their personality too yeah. and their abilities. Yeah. So when you were on that ship, then you also noticed whales. What else are you aware of here? Uh, the whales that are there. Ooh. Tell me more about that. Mm-hmm. I'm very connected to them. They tell me things, really? and I relate deeply to them, and the people around me tease me sometimes. Like, in a loving way, but because I get guidance from them, but they're actually a little bit jealous, but um, they tease me because I love them, and... Uh, they speak to me. What kind of things do they tell you? I'm not sure. Okay. But I know that when, sometimes when they swim and they turn so I can see into their eyes, that they look into my eyes and I look into their eyes, Mm. and that we we see each other like soul to soul. Mm. Like they recognize me and I recognize them. Yeah, so I saw these whales, and they were just like, you know, just kind of like moving through the water. Your listeners can't see my hand right now, but I'm doing like the, <laughs> the whale swimming with my arm hand thing. And um, The universal signal. The universal signal of whale, you know, that's what I was doing. And I just kind of saw them just like coming up, you know, shooting out their little air, and then going back down, just like a little, just like school whales. At the time, I thought they were humpback whales, but maybe we'll talk about them a few weeks later. When I went to Iceland, I figured out they were gray whales. No shit. Yes, because remember, I sent you a picture from the whale museum. Oh, yes. Yeah. That I was in, and I was like, I found my people. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, yes, we will get. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Gray whales. Gray whales. Okay. I thought they were humpback whales, but gray whales look similar, but they're a little bit smaller. But they have, like, like if you look at them side to side, like, they don't look identical, but, like, I see how, like, people could easily... Yeah, so when I was just seeing it, I just assumed, like, oh, like, humpback. They have the same kind of, like, kind of, well, I don't know. Like, this is, this is obviously an audio thing, so <laughs> as I'm, like, motioning to, like, their head shapes and stuff, but, like, they look similar. It's not like being, like, oh, I thought it was a humpback whale, but it was actually a, whatever, hammerhead shark. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. they look pretty similar. You're a little off there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but you felt, like, connected to them. I, yes, and I knew that, like... I was super connected to them and could, like, I don't know if I could, like, talk to them necessarily, but, like, have you ever, like, have you ever looked in, like, Milton's eyes and known, like, what they were, like, known what he wanted? Oh, yeah. You know how you can, like, and you feel, like, you know what they're asking for. It's amazing the communication that goes on without talking. Exactly. So it was unclear whether, like, in this life I felt like I would get more 
than just like by looking at them, I intuitively knew things from them. But I knew in that life that it was something like people tease me about. And I said that I was called the whale princess, but it was not like an actual like title is like kind of like a teasing like nickname. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're like, oh, there she goes. Like talking to her whales again. Yes, because when I asked you, like, if you got a name, yeah. the name you got was, was the like, whale, princess. whale princess. And then later and then when the I was researching, yes, and when I was researching later, it's Kaya. Do you get, does a name come to mind when you're thinking of your name in this life? Or a letter? I don't know the name, but I think they call me, like, the whale princess or something like that. Mm. Like, um, it's like a nickname. Okay. But, and then I think the actual name, I'm not entirely sure. It starts with a K, but it's like a long, it's like a Icelandic name. Okay. Or but I, I think people just know me like by my nickname. Okay. Yes. And when I was researching later, it's Kaya. Oh. Because I went to good old Google and you know what I did? <laughs> what did you Google? I Googled <laughs> traditional Icelandic names that start with the letter K. Wow. Wikipedia gave me a not that long of a list because I don't know. You know, it's there's not that many people. Well, and there <laughs> aren't kidding. that many like I don't know traditional. That there aren't that many people in Iceland, <laughs> but um, that there aren't that many like traditional Icelandic names that start with the letter K. Okay. And so I had maybe like twelve to choose from, and as soon as I saw as soon as I saw Kaya, I was like, that's it. Yeah, and that's like what. Like, you could doubt that all day, or you could just go with it because it feels right. Yeah. And it's like... But in our session, I said, K, but I was just like, Jolene calls me, like, the whale princess. And then... Yeah. And then later, then when I looked at it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because, like, whale princess is, like, what stuck out. And it was, yeah. like... And it's, like, a teasing thing. Yeah, but, but they're also things... kind of jealous. Like, they were kind of well, jealous because like... you had such a connection with them. Yes, because then I, I just, like, knew things that other people didn't know. It was almost like... Because I, I believe I knew in that life and I have always believed in this life and, and our session kind of helped to clarify this that like whales are like very wise. And I think that if you do kind of look into like um, just whales in general, that's something that people that not only are they wise, but they have like really strong like memory and they have really strong like connection to like their young and things like yeah. that. And um, and so it was almost like by by looking at them, I could get some of their wisdom yeah okay and so where I just would kind of just know it's so hard it's hard to articulate and I'm sure you've had experiences like this too and I bet a bunch of your listeners have too where you have an experience and like it's incredibly profound to you but then when you try to articulate it and like tell someone what it was like it Mm -hmm. sounds either like silly or like so mundane or like simple yeah because you don't even have the words for for the feelings and the sensations Mm mm-hmm and so, and that was just one of those things where it's like, even as I'm describing, I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of looked at them and like could absorb some of their wisdom. Like that doesn't even do it justice. Yeah. Yeah. It was just and I like, feel like that's when you're on the soul stuff. Yeah. That's when you're on like the otherworldly stuff where it's like, I don't have the words for it. Yeah. Like everything I pick is not good enough. Yeah. Or like you just sometimes have an experience <clears throat> that is just so profound and moving that you can't like just saying that it's profound and moving doesn't even do it justice. Yeah. Because you don't, you truly just don't even have words to describe it. Yeah. And so this is one of those things where it's like, I don't quite know how to describe it. Cause it was just like, I don't know. I would just like look at them and then just, just know. Yeah. 
And and um, I think it's like an earthly thing. If we were to walk around and be with someone who knew what we were thinking, we would be like freaked out. Mm-hmm. But it's not... Some people say other planets, like if you believe in that, or other races on other planets. Mm-hmm. They... Like, and in the astral plane, like the life between lives and that sort of thing, they don't need words to communicate. They are just like able to glean from you what you mean, what you say. And then, and but with that is like, I can see everything you're thinking essentially. But as humans, we feel like, yeah, that would be so exposing and uncomfortable. But when you're in trance, like Mm -hmm. that's a feeling that actually feels really good. Like, I've had people say that, like, this person knows everything about me. They see everything about me. And I feel so loved and accepted. Yeah. And I feel like that with the whales, like, there was a little bit of that. Yeah. And it was almost like we could kind of just, we recognized one another as kind of being, like, similar yeah. in a way. Like, they kind of accepted me as one of them. And, like, and then I really not, it wasn't even just, like, that I could tap into some of their wisdom. But I just really appreciated, like, some of the ways that they like lived and things like that so we'll talk about I'm sure a little bit later like in the session like what I uh, things that I was saying or maybe Mm -hmm. we should just talk about what happened next yeah let's talk about what happened next like the 1100s or the 1200s so like one of kind of like a kind of the old medieval like it's cold you know and like stone and Mm. is this your home I don't live here, but I come here to work because I work with the king or whoever is in charge. Um, okay. The man that's in charge. When I come and give him guidance, this is where I come to do it. But I, li- I live in a different home that's it's nice but and cozy, but it's not the castle. Okay. Then when I, you know, when you were saying, oh, and then recall this and hi. Oh, Milt's coming oh, to say hi. our second guest is here, <laughs> Milton. Milt, he's right on her lap. Yes, we Hark. are your best friends. Big 40-pound coon hound, oh. six months old. Oh, just the most precious. He brought me a special little bone. Hi, his buddy. nasty little bone. He's like, okay, He's goodbye. like, just coming to say hi. I'll yep. see you later. And now he's going to play with his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, it's another tangent. Every once in a while, people hear Mila. Um when I record my meditation, she finds it so relaxing that she often falls asleep <laughs> and is either snoring or I'm not kidding. Every time I'm recording, she loves it and lays that right by there. so relaxing. When she snores, it sounds like a lawnmower. And sometimes people will leave me these one-star reviews about my mouth breathing and how distracting <laughs> it is. And I'm like, if you knew that you were actually being super nasty to amazing Mila, you would not leave that review. That and she'll lay, because so I record in my closet, she'll lay by like the crack of the door and like shove her face up by it and do this like super deep breathing. And it does make it sound like I'm like standing away from the mic, like doing this like creepy mouth breathing. And I can't always get it out. So oh she my makes gosh. appearances too sometimes. Hi, Milt. Oh my gosh, that is so funny that then like, someone only... like goes, I can't stand it. They're like, breathing. oh my gosh, what is wrong with her? She's such a creepy mouth breather. And I'm like, um, Excuse me, but don't talk about my dog that way. It's fine if you think I'm a creepy mouth breather, but I know that's Mila's sweet relaxation. Yeah, so yeah. Don't talk about it. Don't you don't dare, you dare talk about Mila's out. relaxation. Um, okay, so what happened? So, so next, yes, yeah, let's get back on track. Next scene, you went to the castle? Is that where yeah, you're Yeah, so I went okay. to the castle, and, um, and I knew that it was um, the year 1160 kept coming in my oh, mind. Oh, wow. Like, the, I think I said, like, 1100? You said 11 or 1200. Yes. So uh, I kept thinking like 1160 was one of those things in the moment. I was like, 
uh, I was like kind of doubting it. Yeah. But I was like, well, that, you know, that might be a little too specific, kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're there, and then I was, uh, I was still a woman. Uh, in my early 20s and I was uh, some kind of a woman of power but not quite as powerful so I was talking to um, he wasn't a king but what would have been the equivalent at the time yeah okay the man in charge and there was he was asking because I was um, higher up in kind of like the I don't know like the naval fleet right so I was there like on my boat and then he had another advisor and we were talking a lot about um, whether we should attack and how he was going to gain control and I was saying that you you gain control by gaining respect of your people by ruling like through like respect and wisdom and like yeah. treating people well and then this other um this other man was talking about how no you basically gain power by ruling with an iron fist is it just you two no there's another man and he does not uh, like me and he does not like my message Mm. And he is, uh, he's a bit younger, but still a little older than me, probably like 30s. And he, okay. he believes that the way to power is um, through fear. And, and, and I did not care for that man. I didn't have like a deep like hate for him. But you could feel that but coming I knew, but from him. But he had one from, from yeah. me. And yeah. I knew that it was dangerous and I knew that because I was a woman that I was already automatically, I could feel like the inequity of power, mm-hmm. even if we maybe technically should have been on an equal playing yeah. field, we weren't. And I was already at a disadvantage because it was 1160 and I was a woman. Yeah. Right? I mean, even in 2020 sometimes that's, you know, unfortunately yeah. where we're at. I mean, um, hopefully I mean, we're making progress. Hopefully oh we've God. made some progress, but sometimes <laughs> you can still be in a room yeah, and just totally. feel the inequity of power, even if by the books you should have the same amount. Yeah. And I could feel that, and I knew that he was dangerous and that he wanted to kill me because he was afraid of the power that I had and the wisdom that I had. And, um, yeah. And I, and, I, and I knew that and I could feel that. And and so a lot of times, like, when we go back to, like, the whales or whatever it is, like, I would adopt a lot of my beliefs in that life from, like, observing just, like, the water in general. and oh, and, okay. And, like, um, you know, the way that the whales, like, would take care of one another and how, you know, you can't, like, you can't control the water, right? So this idea of, like, the tide is going to come in and it's going to come out. You just have to ride the wave. And so these are those kind of things that, like, that I knew and this ideology that I had because of that, because of my experience on the water. So I would try to then share that type of wisdom yeah. with the king. I have no other word for it. Um, and, like, he valued my information, but then at the end of the day, like, listened to that man instead of, like, you know, ruling with an iron fist is how you're going to gain power. And you knew from we won't go into this scene, but the next scene you were like talking to like your partner and you yeah, knew. I knew. The yes. sense like, this is going to be a short life. I'm going to die. Yeah. And I think I kept saying that, right? Like this yeah. is just a short life. Yeah. You said that a lot. Yeah. And I just knew it. So then when you went, when we went to the final scene, like mm-hmm. the death scene, yeah, you were on the boat and it was like actual war. I'm on the, um, I'm on the boat because we are fighting on the boat so we're going we're doing the battle that the other man wanted oh okay he is uh so he's there and we're fighting and i follow orders so 
we fight, but I try to fight in a like a compassionate way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but then the uh, the man just he uh, just comes up and stabs me in the uh, chest mm. like several times. So it just I just look like a casualty of uh, the battle. Mm-hmm. But it was him, and then um, and then he tosses me over. Okay. Yeah. So we were like on the boat, and there was some kind of a scuffle I would say it was halfway between like full-on battle and like <laughs> kind of like a aggro scuffle like halfway in between there yeah. was something there was chaos going on um like really chaotic energy a bunch of people were kind of like fighting and um and then that was when um this man like he had arranged for the scuffle so then so then when he stabbed me and threw me off the boat then it could look like you know I had been just a, a byproduct of that okay, yeah. of that fight or that battle. And I remember I said something, this probably didn't stick out to you, but stuck out to me. And you asked me like, uh, if that person, if that was anyone in my life now. And I said, yeah. no, it's more just like an archetype. Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, I think you said something like, oh, is it the archetype, like people that will stab you in the back or something like that? And, and I remember I said, no, like so clear. I was like, no, I'm not afraid of people that stab me in the back. I'm afraid of the ones that look you in the eye and stab you in the front. <laughs> Do you remember you that? And that. I still, I was like, I wouldn't have remembered. But when you say that, it that was has like stuck with me for so because I mean it's so true. Like yeah. I'm not, and even in this life, like I, I'm not really afraid of those people that will like stab you in the back. Like to me, that just kind of feels like tragedy. Like yeah. if you happen yeah. to then. But it's always the people that you go in and they make you feel uneasy and they will literally look you in the eye and stab you. They don't even need to be sneaky and stab you in the back. And They'll look you in the eye yes, and stab you in the front. Totally. And that's what scares me. It's what scared me in that life because I knew that's so much more dangerous and it's what scares me in this life. And that, I don't even know where that came from. It just flew out of my mouth and it has been stuck in my head ever since. Yeah, it was... And I said it yeah. so like... Just this is a fact. It was just like so I was just chilling. Like, yes, and I was <laughs> chill like, plus chilling. I was like, oh, Ooh, okay, that's like, some truth. All, <laughs> all right, Kelly, that uh, was something. So then you were thrown over. <laughs> yeah, so I was thrown over, and I go into the water, and then I remember this scene moved me so much. I was like weeping. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. So I had gone and I like had gone off the boat and I had been stabbed I knew I was dying I was bleeding out and I went into the water and then the whales that I had always like admired and we'd kind of like cared for one another they came while I was dying so I didn't have to die alone so they came because they recognized I mean they know death animals know death they get it yeah and I remember like there was something about like the love and the fact that like I didn't have to end that life like that's what moved me to tears yeah I remember that that I was just like it is just so beautiful like my friends are here because they see what's happening and they're here it's it was just like if you you know are on your deathbed and all of the people you love are around you to like say goodbye to you do you know what I mean it was like that kind of a feeling where you're just like oh my gosh like this like I get chills just thinking about now where you have all the people around you and you're like wow look at this like like I am, I am saying goodbye like with so much love surrounding me. Yeah. And so, and it, I remember it was so moving. I was just like crying, and I'm not really like a crier. I'm definitely not like a public crier. Yeah. Do you know? What I, mean? I usually save it for like at home with my dog, <laughs> right? Like that, like ugly cry where no one can see me. But it was just so moving. And then I, and then I think I said that they came, and that then they, they, like 
they, they had like some kind of a process. Yeah, they had some kind of a process. Like they understood better than I understood like what was happening. And they kind of gave me whatever their little like whale ritual was of like helping my soul on. Yeah, I remember you saying that. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what a whale r- ritual is. I did it. And <laughs> yeah. Did you know that before this past life? No. Okay. No. I, yeah. never, I It was. I can't say I've ever. I, I mean, I wish I could find a whale and ask and be like, but what is your death ritual? But I could just tell and feel that it was, it was almost kind of like the spirit of those animals just yeah. had some way of being like, this is. Like they just, just that like, direction, go that way. Yeah, like, like into the portal that's, or whatever. That's where you're headed. It was, and it was that was, and it made like your soul leaving your body. I always ask, like, you know, what's your, what's your soul thinking as mm-hmm. it leaves your body? Mm-hmm. And I would think it would be pretty common for someone with like a murder like that yeah. to be like, you know, fuck these people. I try yeah. so hard or whatever. And it was just like pure love and joy because you were with yeah, the whales. I wasn't, well, and it wasn't even that. It was like in that life, like I knew and I could see how this that person like how he was less evolved and yeah. like it was like I couldn't fault him because he what like he was just like less evolved and yeah. he just he wasn't quite there yet oh. and so it was really hard for me like I remember just being like not having a lot of anger. like I mean I was kind of like you know obviously it sounds so like trivial like oh, dang it like you killed me but oh, it was just shucks. kind of like you know one of those where it was like <laughs> You know, like it's we, like that's we were, the way this goes. Like we were talking about dogs barking earlier out of windows, and it's like if your dog is constantly barking outside of a window, and like they never learn how to not do that, or that that's like not a desirable thing, and how yeah. to like suppress. Like you can't fault them for that if you're sleeping at night and they start barking out of the window. Right. You're kind of yeah. like, dang it, here we go again. Yeah. It was that same kind of feeling of like, but also. Like, knowing their limitations. Yeah. And not faulting them for it. Yeah, you can't just be like, oh my gosh, you, you know, you dumb dumb. It's like, Yeah, what an evolved, an evolved point of view. Yeah, it was really, really. It's like everything. Interesting. It's really interesting because then there's been other times where we've recalled lives in other sessions that I know we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Where I definitely was not like that wise or nice (laughs) or like caring or anything right yeah which was fascinating to me yeah that we can like go in and out of those also I don't think it's linear yeah we talked about that last time because I I asked you if that was linear because to me I feel like unless you make some kind of a mistake somewhere in your in one of your lives that you should naturally be like progressing yeah it's like each incarnation should Mm -hmm. hopefully be a little bit more evolved than the last yeah, like, I've had past lives where I'm, like, I felt like I was way more evolved in that life than I am in this life. Yes. But there are all kinds of theories on time, which yeah, all I will say about that is, like, I can barely wrap my mind around them, yeah. but I just mind know block. that mind is not, or time is not probably how it's marketed to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, and because the lives that I felt like I was way less evolved were technically, like, later years yeah right like in the timeline of like like, yeah if you just look at a timeline of like the existence of the planet Mm -hmm. like the ones I felt like at least this one is the one where I felt like I was very evolved that was in the 1100s and then just the other day when I was here I recalled one that was hundreds of years later where I was definitely much less evolved yeah yeah it was just interesting yeah it's really interesting so when you look back on that past life 
obviously there's like Iceland, there's whales. Mm -hmm. You even call your dog a land whale. Call me my land whale. Yeah. And also my fur angel. So like, yeah. (laughs) So what, like to you, what is, what was that? Like, did you have that past life experience because you like those things, are interested in those things? Or did you ever go there first and you were like, this is my place and I don't know why? I think it was very much... Like, I remember even when I was a kid, I used to, like, there was one point, you know, I'd go through phases like every kid, but at some point I just went through, like, a whale phase, and for your people listening, there are no whales where we live. I had, sometimes I had Landlocked. Like, very (laughs) landlocked. So I've had people ask sometimes, and they're like, oh, you love whales, like, is your home, like, near whales or whatever? It's like, there are no whales in Minnesota, everyone. None. Maybe some big fish. Maybe some big fish, that's it. (laughs) And But I remember as a kid, I went through this phase of, like, I was super, super obsessed with whales, had never seen one, had never, had no experience with them. It was literally just, like, I just had this, like, obsession. What do you need, buddy? Milt's whining. Milt, just come sit on my lap. Let's just be friends. Oh, goodness. So you had that. Like, always. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, and one time I took this trip, and then I saw a whale, and ever since then, I loved one. It was, like... I remember, like, we'd be at yes. the library, and I would, I just found, like, I'd see, like, a book of a whale, and I was just, and I just, just loved them. Yeah, yeah. And then you went, after this session together, yeah. yes. you went back to Iceland. Yeah, in my actual, like, In your life. actual real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and I, um, and of course, I'm sure, and, and again, you can ask me the question you're supposed to remember to ask me that that some might argue that because oh. I was headed there that it was on my mind because I was going yeah. for a work trip I was going to lead a retreat and that it was you know fresh in my mind yeah um which is possible I mean anything is possible yeah um anything is possible like what do you believe I very much believe permission that you can change in the future yeah I very much <laughs> believe that I actually did live that life like like the feelings that I had, the ones that like I can't even articulate, were so moving. They moved me to tears. Like there are multiple yeah. times in that session that I was like moved to tears because yeah. of like the sensation. And you can't. I don't think you can like dream that up. Like those yeah. kind of feelings. The reason that you have such a strong reaction to them is because you're recalling like that pure. I'm sure we mm-hmm. all can think of at least one time where we experienced something in this life that was so like beautiful or moving or loving that it moved you to tears. Yeah. And you can't even describe that feeling to anyone, but we all know what it's like. And so for me, like feeling that, I can't like that. You can't dream it up. Mm-hmm. It's you're yeah. recalling like that. It's like the such deepest a deep emotion. Knowing emotion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, but I did think it was interesting that that life came at that time. Because, so I don't know if it's because I was going there that then, because because we were very open and you, you're just like, okay, like what's coming to you? And, yeah. and that that was the life that popped up first. Yeah. And so I wonder if like, and I felt very connected to, to, to Kaya and that woman that I was like, and I think I told you, like, I felt like she, she is the closest to like me in this life in terms of like appearance and age and kind of like oh, life right. outlook that like yeah. I felt where there's other times where I've re- recalled one you know memories and I didn't feel like they were that close yeah. to you know the life that I'm living now mm-hmm. but I felt like she was the closest to like this incarnation yeah of my soul and so I don't know if then she kind of like I just had this inkling that she kind of was like 
all right, step aside. I'm coming forward first. Yeah, like my turn. Yeah, I like, oh, this. oh, okay, we're doing yeah. this. All right, here we go. I'm first up. And and I like I know in my heart that and and it's possible that because Ison was already in my mind that then that made me recall that one. Yeah. How did you feel the first time you went to Iceland? I felt like just so, like this sounds so cheesy. Like I literally felt at home. Yes. And I just remember I went the first time I went. I just my husband and I were there on vacation, and I was just like, oh, I like I could live here. You know, sometimes you go places yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, like I'm ready to go home. Like this was nice. There's some places yeah. where you're like. If I got stranded here, I could deal. Right. Or yeah. whatever. If I had to but pick a new place. But you like this calling of like. I was just like. It's and, a different. And it was when everything. Like, and it was, I like it and here I remember versus like home. different like mountain. There's just so many things I just remember. There, It was like it has for me an energy and a feeling that is just so like it just feels like you're going back to like mom's house. You know, and you yeah. kind of just step in yeah. and there's like a comfort to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was kind of like that. And I'd never been there before. I'd only ever seen pictures on the internet. I was like, well, that place looks cool. And we found cheap flight deals. So we went, like, there was no real, like, other than we were like, pretty broke. Coincidence. Ben, yeah. Ben was in med school. And we we're like, oh my gosh, $200 flights? And then we started Googling, like, Iceland. And there are all these amazing pictures. And we were like, great, that's our vacation. Yes. There was no Hell other yeah. reason. And then I got there and I was, and then I remember we were there and I was like, I'm coming back here. And when I come back, like, and, you know, this whole thing, I was like, I'll bring groups back next time. Like, other people need to see this. And um, and I don't go, unless it's for work, like, for pleasure, I don't really go places. There's so many new yeah. places I want to see that I'm never, like, I'm going to go back there again. Oh, okay. I don't do yeah. that, really. And you've been back there four times? Yeah. That's a lot. Two, I, I go usually, like, twice-ish a year. Yeah, Okay. That's, to me, that describes, like, that's a past life. Yeah, 100%. It's like when you show up and you're like, I don't know why I feel so passionately or feel a lot about yeah, this. Yeah, it was just special there. Yeah. And okay, so I then... loved it there so much in that life. Like, I had such a love for that place. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like, I just, yeah. I loved that. I mean, obviously the life was short and it did, but like, I really loved that life. Yeah. It was a good life. It didn't have a great ending, but like, it was a good life. I loved the place. I loved, like. Yeah. Are you going to ask me about what happened when I went to Iceland? Oh, in the museum? Just all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to ask me about that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what I'm going okay. next. Okay. So, giddy up, everyone. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you went to Iceland. Okay, so I went to and, Iceland a few weeks later. Yeah, and you you were like, right. oh my gosh, I'm I'm like freaking out. Yeah, I'm in well, this because museum. then I was Googling, of course, I was Googling, you know, whatever. I was Googling and I figured out that there are these things called shield maidens. And then, of course, two seconds later, I was emailing Gina, being like, Gina, you're never going to believe it. And apparently, a shield maiden is kind of like a female viking around that time oh okay because remember i was trying to describe to like i didn't have a word for it but i was like no like i'm a viking but like the vikings are men but i'm like that but yeah. a woman and i was trying yeah. to describe it and apparently they're called shield maidens great awesome google a little more about them they sound great i love them yeah um so then we were there and i was leading a retreat and i had a whole half day to myself with you know i Dropped all my retreaters off in Reykjavik. I was like, okay, I'll see you in a few hours. And then I went to um, the museum, like the natural, or the like National Iceland Museum. Okay. And I went just to go and look because it was not good weather. And my husband and I had gone the first time we were there, but we went and I was kind of like, right, like I kind of do museums. I'm not like my husband reads like every sign. 
Like he could spend like do it. No, I can't either. (laughs) Usually I'm like, okay, I'll meet you at the cafe at the end of the museum. Like I look and if something looks interesting, I might stop and kind of like look at it. Totally. But I'm not going through that. I just don't do museums like that. But it was was like spitting rain. The weather was bad. They had coffee there and I had six hours to kill. So I was like, great, I'll go check out this museum. So I went and I was just kind of like wandering through and then I got to this portion and I just, just knew what every single thing was like I went up to this one thing and it was like this super it was like a bunch of stones and like a little like wood slab and I was like oh that's like a board game that's the game that we used to play that's so and it had this like super and then I go around to the other side and I read the thing and it was like a board game commonly played between like 1100 and 1300 and then I, like, walked by, and there's this giant door. And I was like, oh, that was, like, my friend's door. It was in the front of, like, his church. And he was really proud of that. Or whatever. Oh it was these big wooden doors. And I went. And li- literally, I I didn't – then after a few of these, I was like, all right, what part of the museum am I in? And I was in 1100 to 1300. Because you know how they'll do it in, like, yeah, chronological? Okay. Yeah. I knew, like, literally almost everything. I knew, like, like just a freaky amount of stuff. Wow. And then I started testing myself because I was like, well, this is interesting. So then I did not look at any of the signs after I started like a couple of times being like, oh, yeah, that's a board game or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's so-and-so's door. Like That was my friend's door. Like I remember he was really proud of like those doors. So then I started testing myself and I would stand and like look at the thing and be like, what is this? And then I would read the sign. And I was right like every time. Yeah. See, to me, that is just like, yeah. Wow. I mean, like, freaky, like, in a great way. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then all of these things, and there was this stuff, and I knew, like, so there was, apparently, I learned this, I just started recalling all these things about how then, like, so I actually think, I haven't told you this part, but I actually think I've been, I've lived in Iceland more than once. Um, But there was another time where I recalled, like, there was um, a volcano explosion in which I was with my family, and I had to save, like, one of my, my children, and we were, like, covered in the ash. And, oh and I remembered, like, the clothes and everything that we wore. And then I was in a different part of the museum. And there was, like, this outfit. I was like, oh, my God, that's what I was wearing. And then and then I was reading about it. And it was, like, it, they weren't my clothes. But it was um, from that explosion. Like, they weren't oh. the ones that I was wearing. But it was the exact same thing of, like, because, you know, when there's, like, when you get covered in ash and things like that, a lot of times it'll, like, um, uh, what like preserve it. Preserve of, it, yes. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it was, like with their clothes and there are these pictures and it was literally a picture of like the house that I had in my mind. I was in my house. It was like made of stone. It was like a few hundred years later. And then we saw that it was erupting and then I was like, oh my gosh. And then and I was reading all about it and it was this big tragedy where a ton of people had died because they were living at like the base and it just started erupting really quickly. Oh my gosh. It was all covered. And I just saw a thing. I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I was thinking of. Oh, that's the house that I was living in. And then I read about it and it was all like completely accurate. It was wild. So was the outfit like your outfit? Or it wasn't was the outfit... mine. It wasn't mine. But it was like you know how if you It'd recognized be like black Lululemon leggings, <laughs> it'd be like I used to right. wear those. Like if you like Will whatever five hundred years from now, <laughs> yeah. you would be like, oh my gosh, that's such like a twenty twenty outfit, or yeah, that's a two thousands totally. outfit. It was totally. that kind of thing where I saw. I was like, oh, that was like, and at that time, like you all basically wore like the same, the same thing. thing. There wasn't yeah. that much like, I mean, there were trends, but it wasn't like there were a ton of stores. Like you all made the same kind of like dresses. That is... So wild. I know. And there are and they're just all these things that I knew. Ah. And then I would like ask all these questions. We'd be with like tour guides going to whatever. My friend Clover. So shout out to Clover. If anyone's ever in Iceland, you need to find Clover because he's the best tour guide there. 
Oh, it very is. cool. Fun fact. Fun Clover. fact. <laughs> if anyone's going to Iceland and they need a tour guide, send me an email. Clover is by far the best. And he's very patient with me. So we're going, and my whole group's in, like, the back of his big, like, super jeep. I always like to sit up front with Clover, who looks like Matt Damon. He is Icelandic Matt Damon. So bonus. Clover is both kind and looks like Matt Damon. (laughs) Anyway, so we're going. So, and he's lived there for forever, so I'm asking him all these questions or whatever. And I'm like, was that ever, like, like this? Or, you know, was, like, did that glacier used to, like, go all the way to there? Like, these types of things. He's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Whoa. And I was like, is is there, like, some kind of, like, lore about, like, this thing? And he's like, yeah. Like, how? he's like, have you been reading books? He's very sweet. He's like, Kelly, have you been reading books about Iceland? And I was just like, I didn't want, I'm not, I was like, I'm not going to tell, like, sweet Clover, like, my group's tour guide. Like, this whole big thing. I was just like, yep. I was like, yeah. Just, you know, I've, I've really just gotten a new interest in, like. Oh, my God. Like turn of the century Iceland. So what I think is also cool about this past life regression is like you went in with like literally mostly curiosity yeah. and like fun and lightness, you know, like as a side piece, like if you want to give me something, I'd like, yeah, I was like, I mean, if you want to give me like some good guidance, like I'm all ears, but other and, than that, like I just want to have fun. Yeah. And what I thought was, so after the death scene, I always ask at some point, like, why did you see this past life? Because sometimes I I think it's not always super clear. And even if it is super clear, you'd be amazed. Like, I always get more answers than my assumption. What did I say? I don't remember. Yeah, okay. So you said, um, why this life? And it was, tell me what the deal with the whales are. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, this is why you're so obsessed with whales. And then then it was like, and then it was like, you had a work relation or like yes professionally you have encountered person, people yes with this archetype and it was like fyi this like, person is that archetype and you have to trust your judgment with them that's right yep. it was like because every time that kind either. of a person that is the type of person that will look you in the eye and, and stab, stab you in the front <laughs> which is like that sounds really like chilling oh yeah we'll call it that's a nice way to put it um that every time that kind of a person continues to walk into my life that because up until this point I've always thought like oh I don't know or like maybe they're not that bad or yeah. oh this seems like a good work relationship and it's always like l- like truly extremely damaging and yeah. and I had to that's right I'm remembering that I had to be like no remember you need to t- that yeah it was I like had to remember to, there's a relationship you got they're the it kind off. of person yeah. that looks you in the eye and stabs you in the front like yeah. just don't just turn around and just walk the other way yeah and and explain my obsession with whales because i have just always like loved them but i've never seen them and i've tried so many times gina oh yeah you told me this every single time i've tried in iceland i've tried in canada i've tried in new zealand the tours are always canceled the weather's always bad the boat is broken I tried one time about. when I was like, like young from like really far away. I think we we're in like Victoria or something. We went like whale watching. I only like vaguely remember this. Where it's like if I squint and use my squint, imagination. And then it's like, I was like, well, is that like a whale way in the distance or is it just like a wave? Shadow. You know, like those it was like so far away. But I've always wanted to get up close. Like I now know I have the memory of like being close to them, like when they would go on like yeah. boat because this was before like motors and stuff. Yeah. So they'd be like sailing so they could go right up to it. Yeah. It wasn't. And I've never been able to do it. And I, it's not from lack. I think I told you this. Like, not from lack of trying. I have tried to see these dang whales so hard. 
Yeah, I I believe there's a reason maybe why you don't. Maybe for, I don't. Know. I don't know. Maybe I had to do that. But anyways, I'm planning. I think I, so. Fun maybe fact, you cleared you know, a block. Maybe I cleared a block, <laughs> but I'm gonna try again. I think I'm gonna take another solo trip to Iceland. My 30th birthday is coming up, and I think my gift to myself is going on my little whale pilgrimage. I'm gonna go see him this time. Are you 29 right now? I am 29. Right I'm now. 39 right now. Wow, we're 10 years apart. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. I get along so well with people who are either way older than me or way younger. I mean, a lot of friends are my age, but it's always shocking to me. Like, no shit. Yeah. Do I? I don't know. At this point, I don't think 10 years is a lot. Like, granted, I'm way different than I was when I was 29, but. I don't, well, granted, I'm way different <laughs> than I was like even at. Drunk at a bar having this conversation. I mean, I can't <laughs> say that I, like, I would kind of love that, but we can still recreate that now, Gina, if you wanted. <laughs> I don't drink. I know. I do smoke but a little if bit you of the ever, gunch, but... If you ever change your mind, <laughs> I, I know where there are I do are like bars. to party. Great. <laughs> I believe this. Okay. And then it also said, explains, like, it wanted to give you the experience of returning home was yeah, another one. Yeah. And then another reason, so there was four reasons, wow. was just to put you into contact with that very wise part of you. That's great. I which I thought was really that. cool. Yeah, that that's why I write that stuff down. <laughs> Thank goodness. That is something. People that have done sessions with you or are thinking of doing sessions with you, I think one of the most useful parts is the recording. Oh, do you listen to it? Yeah, sometimes. Good. Not all the time. There's some that I feel like I need to listen to it, yeah. and there's some that I feel like I don't. And yeah. I find – because there's things – even though, like, I remember it. I mean, it's just the same, same thing. Like, you're watching a movie. Then there'll be times where you can't recall, like, every single thing. But then oh, if you totally. watch it again, you're like, oh, yeah, that yeah. thing. And you I can almost, really like – you can, like, almost put yourself right back in the yes. in that scene. Yes. It's like – and you almost – sometimes when I've done it, like, obviously when I re-listen to it for mm-hmm. an episode I do here, like – I almost learn more, like yeah. going back. It's like lessons get layered on that, and I just trust what comes in. Or you get something that you're like, oh yeah, I'd forgotten about that, but that was really totally, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like, oh yeah, that was so profound, and I was gonna do that, and I never did it. Yeah, <laughs> it just happens more than I'd like to. Oh, it happens. Um, okay, so then we went through the space where it's like I always ask, are there any like mental, physical, emotion, spiritual residues mm-hmm. from that life. And we did some work around the knife but that you were stabbed yeah. with, but that was pretty easy to get rid of. Easy. But then your guides came in and they were like, Gosh. yo, before you leave, <laughs> you need to have Gina clear this, this for you. this my favorite part. And I was like, I, I was seriously, like, because I, even though I'm not in trance, like, I have one foot in trance and one on a banana peel. Like, and so I'm just like asking the questions that I feel like I need to ask. Mm-hmm. And when you, your guide said something to the effect of like, you need to heal her stomach. And in my yeah. mind, I was like, like right now? No. Or is this okay. like something I remember we need this to- so clearly. <laughs> I remember this so clearly because now in hindsight, I think it's really freaking funny how bossy some of my guides are. But I remember, and it was something, and the knife thing, like two seconds and it was gone. It wasn't something I was really holding on to. But then yeah. all of a sudden, they were like, I don't even remember exactly what I said, but then, but I, my guy, I started talking like in third person. It was literally yeah. like they came and they started talking and they were like, um, they were like, well, actually, Gina Kelly has a stomach problem. I have been having just this like weird stomach problem. And then I just really quickly, and you're like, what's well, so the stomach problem? I was like, oh, one time I was living in India and I was a really low caste and these well, men just okay, wanted to just torture like... me and they poured boiled water down my throat. And you're like, oh, 
okay, so what do we need to do about that? And then I think in third person, I was like, well, you're going to heal it. And, and I was like, and you're like, like right oh, now? well, how should we, how should we do it? And I was just like, and I think I just said, you know. Yeah, and I literally, and you're like, like, my body just jumped up, and I, like, pulled some stones off the shelf. I pulled out my like, wand. whipped out some crystals, <laughs> pulled out some singing bowl, and you knew, because you fixed it. Yeah, I mean, like, the channel's just open. I just, like, don't question they it. They were so bossy. They were like, oh, wait, but like, I it's like not that. time to return yet, because, listen up, Gina, we have the stomach problem. We've got to fix it. And then you're and like. And that took a long time. Well, and you always ask, yeah, and you always ask, like, how is there a certain way that you need to, you know, like, yeah. is there a cord you need to cut? Is there something? Is there this? Is there that? Like, and I and my guy just keep, like? yeah. kept being like, you, no, Gina, you're the one that has to do something about it. <laughs> and then you did, and it. I have not had that problem ever since. Oh, that's right. Never have. I've had like this thing called SIBO for like quite a while so it's um small intestinal bacterial overgrowth my Mm -hmm. acupuncturist say it's because i have too much heat and damp in my body and when he first told me that i just go you mean like a yeast infection (laughs) i was like are you trying to tell me that like i was like excuse me uh you think i'm like hot and like (laughs) just the way he described it i was like that sounds vile but thank you um and but but then when I looked more into it, it's basically like you know we're all made up of these you know dichotomies yeah. of hot and cold, and then also like wet and dry. And if we're in balance, you know we're in balance of those things. And some people yeah. have like a t- like you're always cold, right? Yeah, you have a tendency like I'm at just from what I know. Like, does your acupuncture tell you that you're like cold and like a little bit more on like the cold dry side? Uh, my chi is always so low. They're yes. like, are you breathing? Yes, or mine <laughs> will be like because it's that super like fiery. It'll be almost like too much. Yeah, and that's so then, what I always need more of. Yes, and so. But it, it's just this thing, and I had just – it can be really tricky to get rid of because it's basically like once the flora in your intestines kind of gets thrown off, it's – and we have so much bacteria in our gut, like – and some of it is really good and useful, and of course we have some bad yeah. too. But our body should be able to naturally regulate the, you know, keeping the bad under control and keeping the good thriving. Yeah. But SIBO is um, where the bad you, – you get an overgrowth of the bad bacteria in your – intestines is that where your pain was coming from and so it's a it's so and 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 it's just all sorts of things so it's like you will have like literally one bite of something and you feel like you just ate like a five course like meal and you're and and it's basically like it's a bacterial overgrowth so you're like super like you have kind of like an infection oh what a bummer and so and it's and it can be really tricky to because then basically you have to then kill all the bacteria and then start to get it's a whole big long thing but that was and for months, I've been dealing with that. And then I just, I just, my guides came in and they were like, well, I'm done with that. So let's figure it out, Gina. And then he did. That's amazing. Yeah. And I was just, and it was these things that would get a little bit better, but then it would always come back. And then it just seemed like one of those chronic things. And I just kept thinking like, ah, oh, is this what it's going to, you know, is yeah. this going to be it's like, like such mean, a you know, roller coaster. Like, and when you're sick with something that is maybe not necessarily like totally chronic, but it seems to be like a recurring issue. Yeah. You just think like, or you have like an injury for a long time. You're it's like, gosh, like, how long way. am I going to have to yeah. deal with this? And, and that was months ago and I have not had any issue nice. since. Healing Cybo. So. No, I'm just kidding. I oh would never make a claim like that. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people like, listening. You can like, say no. that. You heal it. Well, I can <laughs> I am not say, say that, that my symptoms have been very alleviated since that experience. <laughs> okay. And you can decide how just jokes. 
Yeah, and and it does. I don't think. And again, my husband and I talk about this a lot. Where he'll be like, "I don't know. That sounds like placebo effect to me." And I go, "Yeah, but placebo effect has the word effect in the title. Like, well, it's like doesn't your matter mind. if it works. Yeah. It works. It doesn't matter yeah. if like your mind thought there was something going on, and then all of a sudden it, it doesn't, and it's better. like, yeah, like something getting better is getting better. Yeah, and I don't think it's like to be written off. No. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is so cool. Yeah, it was. Awesome. But yeah, that was my favorite part because they were so bossy to you. And then what did you ask at the very, you were like, is there anything else that something that like Kelly needs to know? Oh my God. What did they say? They're like, you're doing oh. great, Gina. You're doing really great. <laughs> Isn't that what they said? Something like that. They were like, so like, affirming. I felt like so like sheepish. Like they were just like, okay, let's keep it about Kelly. Here. They were just like, yes, you do need to know. You're doing great, Gina. You're just doing awesome. And they just really kind of like built you because up. Because before we come back to like the present moment in earth, I'm always like anything else. Yeah. She and needs they to just know. wanted and to talk to they you. Were like, like just forget her. We just want to talk to wanted Gina. To boost my ego. Yeah. They were like, you're crushing it, Gina. I was like, oh, shucks. Okay. Let's they keep it doing, about Kelly, guys. Did you watch Cheer on Netflix, Gina? No. You should watch it. There's did you tell thing. me to? No, but I'm okay. telling you now. And I'm in love is blind right now. And I just like, it's it's such garbage. Okay. I can't stop. Okay, fine. No judgment. <laughs> but it's like, it's very good. It's very compelling. But they do this thing. The trailer is called Matt Talk. There's this guy called Jerry. He's just like an angel. And he does the best Matt Talk. And it's really, it's like where you really just like pump up your person. And you're just like, yes, you go, girl. You're amazing. You nailed that thing. You crushed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this stuff. They and then I remember the watching talk. that. And I was like, my spirit guides Matt Talk to Gina. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was like so, I don't think anyone's spirit guides have ever talked to me. Well, so that was very nice to hear. It could have gone sideways Yeah, but you know fast. what? They don't always talk to me and I was a little jealous. So I was like, you know what, guys? Like, this is about me. And you got feedback about that I mean, yeah, in your I mean, last yes. one, right? In my last one, then my spirit guides were like, Kelly, stop like being so arrogant. Like, stop, like. We will appear. But it was more like, don't tell us what to do kind of yeah. like. Stop being they so were like, sassy. They were like, stop being so sassy. Stop being so inquisitive. Like, you are so connected to us that like, you know that when you need to know something, we'll just tell you. So like, stop being annoying about it, basically. Because every time we're in here, I'm like, well, Gina, I just don't feel like I've met my guides. And I just, I wonder oh, what they right. have to say to me and all this stuff. And then finally in that last session, they were like, Kelly, they were like, when we have something to tell you, we will just tell you. And until then, just calm down and stop being so sassy. Yeah, and they were like, "You contact us. Don't say you don't know." Yeah, who they we were are. like, yeah, "Yeah, they were like, just, they were like, just stop." They were like, "Enough of this." It's so funny. And then coming through you because you already have like the sass. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. And so then, and it's like, and every time they come through, I start speaking in third person. Which when yeah. I listen to the recording back, then oh, it doesn't feel weird in the moment because it's just like, yeah, what's happening. But then when I listen back to it, it sounds a little odd to me but every time it's them they I just start talking in a third person or whatever when I'm like or I'll be, I think one time they were like Gina like Kelly just really likes you or something and they were like they're like you're doing great like like you're you're the doing a lot of good for Kelly and it, yeah. it's just like but it's weird to hear it then hearing back of like because that's not how I would talk yeah because it's like whoa that's so weird but in the moment it just feels yeah naturally and it's not like I'm a sheepish person and if I thought you were like I do think you're doing a great job and like you were really helping me and if I felt that like I would just tell you I wouldn't yeah. have to then like under hypnosis like go into third person to tell you <laughs> like I would just be like wow that really helped me a lot thank you that you're awesome yeah and so it was so interesting to then like to basically hear them someone say else it. yeah yeah that was unique <laughs> 
Is that your nice way of saying? No, it, no, it's one not, of a kind. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. wow, it's never happened before. And then, of course, I just feel like, oh my gosh, this is not about me. You know what I mean? Like that part of me kicks in. Yeah, but, yeah, I do. I mean, I it's feel like, the same thank way. you. I really I, appreciate it. I feel the same way with my clients too. Like when they try to say, like, I like just by me teaching them like how to meditate and things like that, that somehow I have then given them that transformation and I haven't at all. Like they're the ones that are putting in the hard work. They're the ones that are doing the practice. They're the ones that are connecting with deeper. And I, I, so I get that because I tell them that too. I'm like, but really like all I did was just give you the tools, but then you're the ones that took the tools and utilized them. Mm -hmm. Like I can't like, that's it. I just was like, here's the toolbox. Yeah. I just all the work with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I get that. Totally. It's the same. Okay. Then my other question for you is before you had your session, what did you think it would be like to be under hypnosis? Cause you had never been hypnotized before, mm. right? Or had you? I don't think well, I How had. different, was it different than you thought it would be the same? It was. What was different? Yeah. It was a little different. Like it was, I'm trying to think. It was like not as big of a deal as I thought. Yeah. Like, Say more. Like, I felt a little bit more in control than I thought. Because the only, and I think I told you, it's like the only experience, and I knew it wasn't going to be like the party trick hypnosis, right? Where they like sleep, sleep, and then all of a sudden, like, randomly, you get <laughs> I don't even to, know like, how to do that. To like cluck like a chicken every time, like, the doorbell rings or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. that was the only, and I knew it wasn't going to be like that, but I just felt like. I didn't really know what to expect, and I assumed that because the only experience I had really had with hypnosis was not even being hypnotized. But when I teach yoga nidra teacher trainings, people always ask, "What is the difference between yoga nidra and hypnosis?" They're so similar. They're so similar. I don't even the know biggest, if they're different. They are because the biggest difference is in yoga nidra, you like the participant is like one hundred percent in control versus like with hypnosis, like you are very much like. Of course, like, I'm not going to do anything that I don't want to do, but you're kind of the one driving the session where, like, when you're doing yoga nidra and you're moving through the koshas, they'll be, like, you are 100%, like, almost in the driver's seat. Yeah. And that those are the two, like, biggest. And so, and I I teach that all the time. And so I, but in my mind, I had thought, like, oh, well, you know, hypnosis is more, like, guide-driven versus yoga nidra is a little bit more, like, self-driven sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, in my mind, I had thought that meant that, like, I would feel like I had less control. Not that that scared me or anything, but I just felt like I, I was totally open to just being like, okay, well, I'll just surrender and have the experience. Yeah. But yeah. there were times in which I think you would ask me things and, and I could still be like, mm, I don't know if I want to answer that or, hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or like, you is... can hold stuff back for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what surprised me. Yeah. And, um... Something that I really appreciate about you, Gina, in general, and I think part of the reason why we get along so well is because um, I think that, like, you're so not, like, that stereotypical of, like, what you think. Like, if, whatever, if they were going to make some big blockbuster movie where a character goes and sees someone for, like, hypnosis, it's always, like, same with, like, what people think of, like, a meditation teacher. They think this, like, older woman who wears, like, moo-moos and, like, speaks, like, super slowly and, like, really just, like, that you're not like that. And I <laughs> well, and I'm not like that either. And so I really appreciated like just like the realness and kind of just like the down to earth. Oh, good. Because yeah. you know, I mean, just like with anything, if you go see a new dentist, like you don't yeah. exactly know what to expect. And yeah. so I was like pleasantly surprised by that. Good. I like hearing that. I was that it was just kind of that like down because I mean everything that you do, you do it in such like an authentic way, but it just felt yeah, very good. kind of like just down to earth and like 
grounded, kind of like a similar energy. Like I approach my stuff. Like I love when you like curse and things on your podcast. I think I yeah. told you that. I was like, Gina, you don't have to be afraid to like. Oh, we were talking on the we were phone. talking on the phone, the intro and I call. heard you. I and heard I was you like, like, and I, frack. And yeah, you were and like, I was like, don't edit. I was, I was like, like Gina. Okay. I was like that. I was like, you can just say whatever you want. I'm like, just, Gina, I don't care. Just swear. I don't care. And I was like, oh, sorry, I censored myself. Yeah, I was like, you don't need to censor yourself. But that was something where I just felt like I yeah. really appreciated that. Good. Yeah. Because when it's authentic s- to you. Yeah. Yeah, I always feel. And I think that, like, we all feel better around someone who, whatever it is that makes them authentic. Yeah. 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 Because like, I, I do like- feel like when someone swears, I'm, like, leaning in. Yeah. But also sometimes <laughs> people will swear and you know that they, like, they're not like an authentic swearer. Really? Yes. Sometimes. Gross. Some, well, but sometimes you can tell. this person? Where they're trying to just like, you know, like, try to like be cool. Like throw in like, but you've never had someone where they said like some kind of a swear word or something and you're just like, ooh, like Well, that. my favorite is when people don't swear and then they get so turned up. That oh, and then, then it just like goes swear. flying then, out of their mouth. And then I'm like, yes. <laughs> like when my mother-in-law says like, yeah. Shit. She's like apologizing for like six months, you know, and she says H E double toothpicks on the regular. I... <laughs> I love that so much. Oh my gosh. I do try to censor myself around her. I uh, yes, I do also think that I understand like especially if it's your first call and like your first uh, introduction to someone. Like sometimes yeah. around like uh, around certain people, like I try to just gauge and. I always want people to, like, feel comfortable. So if I'm around someone that yeah. like, clearly, like, they don't swear, then, like, I do, like, do my best to, like, not I'm the do same. that. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you and I, when we just hang out, we're just kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. We just let it fly. But um, I understand why in a first, just basically, like, intro call. Yeah, because like, I'm oh, not someone to, like, show phooey. up and be like, this is my personality. <laughs> Fucking deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <There's> <laughs> Especially, like, like, not in this work. Right. Because it's really, like, right. all about you. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, good. I love that. That was yeah. a good point of view. Okay. On good. like the what you thought it was and what it really was. And then changes you've noticed since the stomach stuff is the quiet. Stomach stuff. Gone. I have really Stopped. noticed just like I feel like the more I just feel like I learn more about myself and that there's a lot of things that get like reaffirmed. Like I remember there's one we didn't even talk about this. Um there was one, I'm not even going to talk about the details because it sounds really, okay, well, I kind of want to say it. Yeah, Remember that time that I recalled being a transgendered Native American Oh, man? that's right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Which, that's, that's one of those things where then you're saying it and you're like. I would have never made and that And you're up. like, wait, wait, what? Remember that time? Like, yeah. Okay, but anyways, but it just, and again, this could be a whole other thing. It sounds really wacky, but it wasn't that wacky because it was just basically something where I, that's when I learned um, how to uh, basic that's where I developed my faith and that's also where I learned not to judge a book by its cover yeah because that's right. I felt I had uh, no one oh, I can't I guess I technically wasn't a transgendered man but like I had a feminine soul and a masculine in a male shell yeah. and I had a desire to present as female but that wasn't acceptable mm-hmm and and it just was and it's things that like I mean I know and I I do feel really strongly like that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. and and it, I just find it so interesting that like then I see where it came from so it seems like a lot of the beliefs that I have now in this life yeah. or like even tendencies or things that I do that we don't think a lot of we just think like oh that's just a part of who we are yeah but then it's like I find it so fascinating to to figure out like where it came from because then it's like kind of more 
meaningful. Yeah, and I think it's, like, a reminder, and it, like, turns up the volume a little bit. Because we can all see, like, well, I believe this, but yes, at times I act against those beliefs or out of alignment with it, you know? Even if it's, like, I'm super angry or I'm super tired or whatever. And so to, like, have that reminder and almost, like, that reestablishment from a different point of view, I think it can be... can change. And that one in particular, like, reminding me to, like, not judge a book by its cover, it was almost more kind of, like, don't you can't take everything at face value and also you don't know like the struggle that someone is having on the inside even if they look a certain way on the outside that it was more that and it was that reminder to me because sometimes like I have a tendency when I'm out of balance to get like frustrated easily Mm -hmm. and to sometimes get frustrated with people Mm -hmm. and then it was just that reminder of like just because maybe they look like they have it put together or you know they present a certain way on the outside that doesn't mean that like that's what their soul is desiring on the inside Mm -hmm. and that perhaps these people that I'm getting frustrated with or if someone you know does something I think why would they ever do that it's like that I need to have some more compassion and understanding yeah and that also like that I need to that's where I um learned how to like trust my intuition because I had remember there was like a um like a like a guide or like a deity or something like hiding yeah it was in you it was like hiding within me because it wanted my people around me to see because it was because it was a feminine spirit hiding in like a male body and it was like a test for them to be like are you really like walking the walk yeah like if you really believe in me you'll be able to recognize me anywhere yeah and they didn't it reminded me of those stories of like i grew up catholic i'm not but um of like how they'll be like oh that old man yeah that beggar that you were so mad was mean to that was actually god Jesus or, or god or yes. whoever it, yes now that's that you like say what that, that it did kind of feel of. like that was sort yeah. of it was almost kind of like a trick and it yeah. even sort of surprised me, even though I knew that I was different and I knew there was that, like, feminine energy mm-hmm. in me, but I couldn't explain why, that it kind of taught me, like, not only um, to, like, trust my faith. And so, like, because I knew, like, it, it was a whatever, a, I don't even know what it was. I don't really have, like, a name for it. It was a, something that I believed in, a certain yeah. spirit or a yeah. guide or whatever that, that I knew the name of. Yeah, and I felt did. really connected to it. And... And I always kind of had this inkling, but I never, like, just accepted it the whole time it was a test. Yeah. Of, like, will you recognize me even if I'm hiding within you? Like, there's this thing that I love, and I it's, like, one time I heard this story, and I, I probably sound, like, very silly when I say this. I don't know. Maybe it's in the Bible. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, someone told me, and this is where I say, like, I try to keep an open mind. Like, I used to have one of those big, like, kind of strong aversions to people that are, like, maybe more, like, traditionally religious. Yeah. And that's something I've really been working on of, like, Same. keeping an open mind. And, and there, there's so many wonderful, like, valuable things, I think, to learn, even if it's not necessarily, like, my mm-hmm. belief that there's some really great things in there. And there was something where there's a story in which, you know, God was saying, God was trying to hide. And then God was like, oh, well, I know where I'm going to hide. I'm going to hide within all of you. You'll never find me there. Oh, my gosh. And it was basically that. this thing of, like, like, you're always looking for me, and you can see me in everywhere. You can see me in nature. You can see me, you know, anywhere. You can see me in, in other people. You can see me, you know, in the stars and whatever, but yeah. you'll never find me if, like, I hide in within you. And it was kind of this thing of, like, we need to recognize, like, and it was a story of, like, we all have a little bit of the divine within us. I believe that, yeah. Yeah, and it was, and that was kind of, like, the point of that story of, like, then you have to recognize that, like, you are, you know, you are have a bit of god or the divine or whatever it is Mm -hmm. within you and that if you can recognize that within yourself and you can recognize that every person 
also has that within them that it it really like changes the way that you see things it really does and it felt it felt like that now it was that kind of a thing where it was like well I'm gonna like kind of hide within you and see if you can recognize me like you said you know you say you worship me you say you believe in me you say that you know you can find me anywhere but what if I hide in this shell that I'm not supposed to be in will you still find me with that like more that belief of like don't judge a book by a it's cover like mm-hmm. more firmly planted in you or kind of like the volume really turned up. Mm-hmm. Like, can you describe like even a daily thing or a weekly thing or something where it's like, Oh, I used to make a judgment about that. And I don't anymore. Like since then, mm-hmm. but yeah. that was, that was just like a month ago. Yeah. It's, it's definitely something that has made me stop and pause. And then when I see people, it's, I, I've been working really hard on not being judgy. Yeah. And sometimes I slip into it. Like, I try my best not to do it. But then I find that, again, like, I don't know, I keep saying, like, out of balance, but that's kind of how I describe it, you know, like, or whatever, like, you know, in alignment, out of alignment. Mm-hmm. That when I'm kind of falling a little bit, like, out of alignment, um, that there's just sometimes, you know, I tend to be a little bit more intense. I tend to be, you know, a yeah. workaholic. Um, I tend to be a little bit judgy sometimes. And um, or just not quite fair with people. And, and so just less of that. And, like, just seeing people and, and seeing someone and then just reminding myself that it's, like, you don't know their story. You don't know what's going on. Like, you can look at their shell or maybe they just did something that was really annoying or they did something that's, like, incredibly frustrating. They're not showing up for you the way that they used to. Yeah. But it's also, like, but you don't know why. Just, like, mm-hmm. so many times we can walk around and we can present and we can show our shells. We can make our, you know, physical yeah. – I call our physical body the shell. We can – I can make my shell look very – nice and rested and pretty and put together and you know speak eloquently but I might still be like a mess on the inside totally and we all have that ability to do that yeah and that I need to be kinder more compassionate and less judgmental and that and also realize that you know if people do things like that it makes me frustrated that not only is it that you know I have to be a little bit kinder more compassionate to them but also like it really doesn't have that much to do with me Right. Like, they might be yeah. having their own thing, and mm-hmm. I just happen to be some collateral damage, and then oh, I can kind of, yeah. like, let go of some of that. Mm-hmm. And and also that you can find really incredible things in, like, surprising places. So it does make me – it has made me kind of want to either, you know, seek out people that maybe I wouldn't usually – not that I – I really don't. I mean, I really like people. Like, I find people really interesting. But, you know, like, there's just some people that naturally you gravitate yeah, towards. Also, you're human. Yeah. Yeah. And so – but then, like, you know, if I just happen to be, like, chatting with someone or whatever, you're in an elevator and someone's like, oh, hey, what floor? Like, oh, this floor. Like, how's so it much. going? Yeah, did you have a good day today? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of a thing where it's, like, you can find really, like, surprising things in, like, you can find really incredible things in, like, surprising packaging. Yeah. And it, it's opened me up more to, like, just being open to receive and, like, just connecting with, like, really, like, great wonderful souls like regardless of like what the packaging is yeah oh that's fantastic yeah it just makes you think like that's the thing where it's like I always knew that and felt that but now that I have that deeper understanding of like the story behind why then it gives that deeper meaning of being like oh yeah like there there could be something really beautiful and incredible hiding within that person but am I going to basically not you know am I going to fail the test and not see that because I'm worried about whatever the way they present oh totally or yeah how they look or i think oh that person looks sketchy or oh i never you assume something oh, so then you she, don't I, lean you know, in. whatever yeah. i i oh, she's 
she's a scrunchie and people with scrunchies are just whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like these really just like dumb things, these dumb conclusions we go to. Yeah. She's wearing orange. I hate orange. Whatever it is, right? Then yeah. it's like, am I going to potentially pass up on finding something really incredible in that surprising packaging? Yeah. I love that. Let's land this plane. Okay, so I have <laughs> one more question. Okay. <laughs> We're preparing for a arrival. <laughs> Prepare for arrival. Yes. Um, Trace back up. What's next? Like, I asked the question, what's next, in terms of, like, what are you working on personally, professionally? What are you looking forward to? Fun was a thing. What do you got coming up that's fun? Like, what's next? Um... give you the half answer and then I'll give you the real answer when we're done recording oh my god <laughs> no fair <laughs> I will share with you because everyone be very jealous because I love Gina and we just get to chat sometimes I love chatting with so you I'll give you the goss after oh okay Okay, but it's not even the goss it's just like so what is next um, so my word for, tw- I, I've never had a word for a year ever. What's your word? It's effortless. Oh, that's a good one. And it just spoke to me. It came to me when I was in Iceland. Of course, my magical place. Shocker. Shocker. Kaya. <laughs> uh, Kaya was like effortless. <laughs> in your ear. <laughs> um, but, uh, something that I've been trying to shift to just generally in life is making life more effortless. And what I mean by that is like. I need to put up less of a struggle for things. Mm. So if there are good things coming to me, like letting them come to me and not second-guessing them along the way. Or looking at like my, my business and being like, you know, like looking at it objectively and being like, okay, this thing isn't really making me that happy anymore. It's not a foundational part of my business, so why am I doing it? Like yeah. it it is causing so much like resistance and it stresses me out and it makes me feel anxious, so why am I yeah. doing it? And And finding like kind of an effortless ease with what I'm doing. And and that might mean taking some things away. That might mean, you know, mixing some things up. It might mean, you know, just doubling down on what I'm enjoying and what's working. So I've been trying to just take that and kind of apply it to different aspects of my life. Um, it's hard sometimes for me to find balance because I feel like like I do have a tendency to be such a workaholic. Yeah. Um, but uh, to find that balance between that kind of effortless in my business effortless in like my personal relationship like with my husband and my family and my friendships and you know all these different and then my relationship with myself yeah and I I think especially like as women we always feel like we're behind in one of them totally and so I've been trying to just find something that's a little bit like just letting it be everything doesn't have to be so hard all the time and I think I often have a tendency to make it hard for myself Yes. And, oh my God. and to me, that's what effortless means. Not like all of a sudden, oh my gosh, like the stars are going to open and, and I'm going to win the lottery and this and that and, and everything's just going to start going right. <laughs> that's not what I mean by effortless. It's like I'm going to just kind of let it come and not create resistance for myself. And that's been, you know, whether it is just like having more fun, mm-hmm. like effortless fun, right? That's, you know, the other day I was just like, just took a little social media break because, like, it just was kind of just making me feel a little run down. So Yeah, good. So, sure, the coaches say, oh, post every day for engagement, this and that. I was like, no, I don't no. feel like doing that. So I'm going to only, again, speak with intention. So when I have something to say and post on social media, I'll do it. If not, I'm not. Like, yeah. 
going out there and just trying new things. Like, you know, sometimes it's, you know, I've been in a partnership with my husband for a long time as, and, and of course those relationships need work and just totally. letting that be a little bit more effortless. Like it doesn't always have to be such a thing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And usually it's a thing because I'm making it a thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's like finding that balance between like, I want great things. Yeah. Also, I, I don't, there are things I don't need to be working this hard on. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I say, like, I'll tell you after we stop recording. Because with that, then I do feel like I get, like, some strokes of, like, inspiration or projects that I want to work on that, like, I'm not quite ready to, like, publicly say are coming. Oh, okay, But cool. that that's more, it's not, like, the actual, like, goss or whatever. It's, like, <laughs> you know. I'm, wah, wah. I know. <laughs> I'm just but it's just, kidding. like, those things where I'm you're, like. I'm totally kidding. It's on the horizon, <laughs> but you're just not quite ready to be, yeah, like. totally. On this day, at this time, I'm going to be doing, you know embarking on this thing but I do think that that what is coming up is doing the things that I really enjoy which is um my podcast which we talked a little bit before we even started about just how fun it is yeah and um continuing with training something that I just I know how much I love to teach and I have to keep teaching so continuing to do trainings um and yeah just I'm trying to I really like to travel but I'm trying to again find there's a lot of effort in the travel and I'm I'm always mm. gone like even this morning you know you were like, like you just flew you're up. like what the heck kelly where were you this morning i was like oh i was in canada this morning <laughs> but up since 3 a.m you know no big deal oh like like those are the kind of things i'm gonna go I'm take trying. a nap for you oh my gosh i know <laughs> where i'm trying to like make it more effortless yeah um and, and it feels really good to me oh i love that i want that for everyone especially yeah. you i hope I really that like if i a hope that I have is that if I can figure out I'm I really like to let others learn from my mistakes like that's why I love to do trainings where like I can spend maybe two years doing deep dives into yoga nidra and weeding through all like the the junk yeah. mm-hmm. and then taking the actual useful bits and putting it together and then being able to save people all that time of weeding through the gunk and just giving them this nice little package thing and be like here this is what you actually need to know yeah so I hope that with kind of like my effortless journey that then there'll be things that then I'll be able to share so that like oh, others can start to find that effortlessness. For sure. I, I just feel like that is needed because all yeah. I feel like a lot of the do this is like really grind focused. Like you said, yeah. like post every day and da, 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 and it's and like. It's, mm. And I just I've just been really realizing that like I am like I've been causing so much of my own resistance and my own struggle and suffering for like. A while. And I think we yeah. all do that mm-hmm. to a degree, right? It's like you, yeah. you, you know, something can only bother you if you, bother you if you let it bother you. Yeah. Like even those little things where it's like, okay, I'm just not, I'm just going to stop worrying about this thing. Or I'm going to yeah. stop stressing about when our lease is up in this month, like what if we're homeless? Like we're not going to be homeless. Yeah. So I'm just not going to let it cause all of this like resistance for six months before you can't even look for a place because you're so paralyzed yeah like just those kind of things <laughs> yeah. that i'm gonna try to recognize it and then be like just and make it more effortless yeah i love that so. this was so great thank you so much for coming thanks gina this is the highlight of my whole week me too <laughs> and there you have it that is our episode for today My favorite part of these conversations is talking to people like you about it. I want to hear your reactions. If you have any questions, let me know and you can head over to Instagram. I am pastlives.tourguide. And if you were listening to this and you thought of someone in particular while listening to this episode, 
maybe forward it to them and be like, hey, I thought of you. I think you'd like this episode. I would be so grateful to you if you do that. Thank you so much, so, so much for listening and being open to the power of our past lives and all of our eternal soul experiences while we walk this earth together. And like I always say, take anything from this episode that makes you feel better and just leave the rest.